Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDSE. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. This is Optimal Living Daily, episode 905, Seven Tips to Embrace Your Success and Stop Feeling Like a Fraud, part two by Ellen Bard with goodlifezen.com, and I'm Justin Mollick. Happy Sunday if you're listening in real time. Welcome to the award-winning podcast and one of the only podcasts in the world where blogs are narrated to you for free with permission from the authors, that's super important. Today I have a post from Good Life Zen, but it's a continuation from yesterday, so I'd recommend listening to yesterday's episode first. But if you're all caught up, let's jump right into part two and continue optimizing your life. Seven Tips to Embrace Your Success and Stop Feeling Like a Fraud, part two by Ellen Bard with goodlifezen.com. Number three, stick to just the facts, ma'am. Look at reality, what's actually going on? What are the observable facts about the situation? Are you paying attention to your inner critic or your direct experience? Do you commonly attribute your success to luck and your failures to your own abilities? Say you've given a big presentation. What's the feedback from others? If they give you good feedback, accept it. Don't assume that they're hiding their negative opinions from you. Use the feedback formula, What did I do well and what could I do differently to get balanced feedback? But ensure you don't ignore the positive feedback for the negative. Create a positive feedback file. Whenever someone pays you a compliment or gives you good feedback, pop it into this file. This way, when you're doubting yourself, you can dip back into this file to remind yourself of the reality of the situation. Number four, knock perfectionism on its head. You are allowed to make mistakes, to be human. Many sufferers of imposter syndrome feel this way precisely because knowing their field so well, they're acutely aware of all the things they don't know about their area of expertise or topic. But perfection is impossible. It's an unobtainable ideal. Work on managing your perfectionism by relaxing your own standards, being realistic about the consequences of failure, and perhaps even making the odd deliberate mistake and then seeing what happens. Does the world end? Number five. Take care of self-care. Looking after your basic self-care needs is crucial for getting on top of imposter syndrome. When we're hungry, tired, or in poor health, we're more susceptible to listening to our unhelpful thoughts of imposter syndrome. Step back and look at yourself. Are you taking care of yourself? This could include eating, sleeping, not exercising, overusing stimulants like coffee, and not getting enough time alone or time with others. Number six, Be realistic about others' achievements. We tend to compare our own insides, the deepest, darkest thoughts and feelings about what we know about ourselves 
with others' outsides the face they carefully present to the world. This is only worsened as social media proliferates and we have an even more skewed version of people's true selves. When we do this, we're not comparing like with like. If, as in number three earlier, you look at external validation and you compare what others say about you with what others say about your colleagues or friends, you are likely to find a lot more consistency. Whereas if, as in number two from yesterday, you compare your own inside thoughts and feelings about success with other imposters' inside thoughts and feelings about success, you might be surprised at how much consistency exists between the two. But comparing your inside with their outside? You're not even comparing apples and pears, but apples and chairs. Number seven, decide to thrive. There's a great TEDx talk by Tanya Geisler that reminds us that we can indeed decide to thrive. Ariana Huffington's book, Thrive, talks about her obnoxious roommate in her head and how she's managed to relegate her to only occasional guest appearances in order to live a life that matters. Whatever you call your inner critic, we don't have to be held prisoner by what are just another set of unhelpful thoughts, of which we will have many every day and most of which we manage to ignore but some of us give far too much time to our inner critic. We don't choose most of the thoughts in our heads, they just show up, but because we don't choose them, we can decide not to take them seriously. We don't have to consider our inner critic a voice of truth. Instead, tune in to your direct experience of life as in number three, rather than your mind's running commentary, and empower yourself to move your life forward in the direction you choose. Take back your power. Imposter syndrome can cause emotional self-sabotage and stymie us with self-doubt, but the very act of recognizing it will diminish its hold on us, give us the opportunity to truly embrace our success. I no longer have the same levels of anxiety about others finding me out. I'm comforted by the fact that no one can see inside my head, just as I can't see into anyone else's. My compliments file helps me ground myself in the reality of what others think about me and I can look back at my tangible accomplishments, including professional testimonials clients have written for me, awards I've won, living in several different countries, working as an international consultant and many more, presenting to 200 plus people, keeping strong friendships despite barriers of thousands of miles, and just being able to write and share this sentence. You can choose your reality, mainly because there is no one single reality. We will always be different to different people, and that's just fine. So go now and act like Sarah in the classic film Labyrinth. Kick your imposter syndrome in the butt and yell, you have no power over me. You just listened to part two of the post titled Seven Tips to Embrace Your Success and Stop Feeling Like a Fraud by Ellen Bard with goodlifezen.com. I've had a few sponsors recently, so I'm gonna leave it there for today. Thank you for being here and listening every day, including the weekends. And I'll be back tomorrow, so I'll see you there where your optimal life awaits.